I'm Chelsea Pottinger and welcome to EQ's podcast for professionals. It is time to recharge your life. Today we are thrilled to be speaking with Nadia Sutton, who is a sexologist at She Health and key figure in this space. Nadia works with women to provide them with life-changing tools to empower them with knowledge about their sexuality to have a happier life. Nadia, we now know that there's a strong correlation between sleep habits and relationship success. What are your thoughts on getting a bed divorce? We're going to dive straight into that trending topic. Uh, what do I think about people getting a bed divorce? I think if you have a healthy sex, sexual relationship that you feel satisfied with it, then there is no problem at all. Uh, people have different work schedules. People have sleep apnea. People snore. People have different problems with children and sleeping in bed with them. So no, I don't think this is a problem at all. Um, I do think it's important to understand sleeping together and sleeping together naked releases oxytocin, our love or bonding hormone that helps us feel attached to our partners. It gives us the feeling of love. So beyond that, sleep in a different bed, don't sleep in a different bed. The most important thing is to do what makes you happy and what works for your life. I like that. I like that answer. That's great. So if people are having this bed divorce, let's talk about quality versus quantity, or can you actually have both? Um, first of all, who cares about quantity? Uh, all the young teens out there having sex because it's new and they're young and they've got time and they've got energy, good on you. But for others that are really concerned by the issue of quantity, I don't want you to be. Quality sex is the only thing that you should be concerned about. Being satisfied with sex is the only marker that is really worth something. So if it's all about quality, when should the foreplay begin? Foreplay starts after the last orgasm. What does that mean? It's the way you engage with your partner, the small acts of intimacy leading up to the next time you shag. It's creating a sexually positive context, the soft pat on the bottom. As you walk past your partner in the kitchen, loving words exchanged, a soft kiss on the lips when the kids aren't looking. And these are great techniques to do if you're having a bed divorce. These are these small acts of intimacy to show that you still love each other, you're still connected, you still feel sexually attracted to them, even if you're not sleeping in bed. That's really good advice for anyone considering a bed divorce out there. And how about some stress management techniques for anyone feeling a bit stressed to engage in an intimate relationship? Do you have any ideas for them? For example, instead of foreplay orgasm sex, I want everyone out there that is stressed to add in rest, foreplay, orgasm sex. So the whole idea of rest is a 15 minutes, it has to be 15 minutes technique of meditation, shower, a bath. I like to say, get your partner, get in the shower with him. I want you to relax and take your time, slow down your breathing touch each other, wash each other, and then move to the bedroom. So Nadia, being a mental health ambassador, I am so fascinated with the research around having an orgasm and it decreasing stress and anxiety. So it could be a really good part of a mental health toolkit. Yeah, it's a stress management tool for sure. Um, when we orgasm, oxytocin is released. It's a love or bonding hormone. This beautiful hormone is one of the only things that re reduces the levels of cortisol 
in our blood. And cortisol is our stress hormone. It is why we feel stressed. So this is extremely important. On top of that, orgasm has an analgesic, uh, not an anesthetic effect. That means that we can't feel pain, but we are still sensitive to touch, which could explain that while you're in bed and someone's pulling my hair, it feels great. But if Chelsea Mm. right now grabs my hair... Yes, it's going to hurt. Don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) I won't. I won't touch that hair, Nadia. That's incredible. Yeah. We've also got prolactin that gets released, which helps you feel restful and gets you into a a sleepy state. It's a bit like a sedative. Um, So sex before bed is incredible. Sex before bed. It is what I'm telling you to do tonight. Everyone should have sex before bed. And then... Have sex, listen to my sleep guided meditation, and yes. you're going to be having the best sleep of your life. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so then let's talk about the desire in these long-term relationships. One of my friends told me about this smoked salmon theory five years ago, and he tells me that dating a really gorgeous woman is like smoked salmon. And I'm like, oh, interesting, how so? And he said, well, you know, it's you get this salmon, smoked salmon, every day. You're dating this person. It's like a 10 out of 10. And then all of a sudden, this pork sausage walks past about three years later. And it's not like you love pork sausage. It's just that it's a little bit different to smoked salmon. So you're like, you know what? The pork sausage is about a 3 out of 10, 4 out of 10. But I haven't had pork sausage for so long. I'm just going to go over there and try the pork sausage. Then I'll come back to smoked salmon the next day. And this is kind of how he's explaining sometimes why people stray in relationships. So my question to you is, how do we desire something we already have? So let's talk about the groundbreaking research on sexologist Esther Perel, my favorite. Love her. Massively. We fangirl on her. (laughs) We love you, Esther. Her incredible book, Mating in Captivity, literally dealt with this issue. How can we desire? The very nature of desire is to want something. If you want something, you inherently don't have it. So how do we desire or want our husband, our partner, when he's sitting right beside us? Yes. So (laughs) what, what she says that we need to do is we need to create space. We need to bring the unpredictable into our predictable relationship. We need to bring spontaneity into a relationship where there is no spontaneity because ourselves, our, our husband and ourselves, we haven't let it because when we love someone, we seek to know them. We seek to bring them close we don't want to, things that we we don't want unpredictability. We don't want to see the unknown. That makes us feel scared. It doesn't make us feel safe. Whereas desire is all about those sort of unsafe feelings, the mm. unpredictability, not knowing what things are going to happen. So creating time and space for those feelings to come out, which is taking a holiday away from your husband, seeing your husband or your partner in a new light that could be at work. All these small little strategies can build desire, but it is a little bit about letting go of our partner. Yeah, that's nice. I like this independence. Jane and I actually have a holiday away from each other every year and it's we've been doing it ever since we dated and it works really well. How about this 10-second rule? Like in terms of, I heard one of my girlfriends who's a sex psychologist talk to me about when you haven't seen your partner all day, you should greet them with a 10-second kiss. Now, when you first start doing that, it is like super awkward, especially when you've been married for 12 years like what I have. When's the last time? It's a really good question. When's the last time you've actually passed your husband? Well, I do it now because of my girlfriend telling me this rule. And to be honest, when I first started it, 
It was really weird and awkward. And my husband's like, what are you doing? Get off me. Should I open my eyes? Should I close them? What's he (laughs) doing with his eyes? And it's funny. And it's also kind of brings us back to when we first met them because we remember Mm. that we're not doing it anymore. That's right. And you get a bit nervous and giggly because we are. Like, sure, we're having sex and we've got a great team. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and we're organising the house, our kids, our relationship. But... That, that's like such a – actually, I found this with my husband and we actually did this not too long ago and, you know, we were in a fit of giggles just going, <laughs> huh, didn't even realise we hadn't done yeah. this in so long. And it can really spark up a bit of passion again. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Maybe do it behind – well, I think it's that whole thing around, again, your children observe you with how you behave in a yes. relationship and so I think if they see you in a loving relationship, they're a lot more secure and happy. And, and also focusing on just kissing each other with no pressure – to go into foreplay or mm. sex. I like the idea of having these intimate moments without the pressure to perform, without the pressure to have sex on both the man and the woman. Yeah, beautiful. And then how about sparking up the relationship again in terms of long-term relationships, going on these surprise date nights every couple of weeks? If you're... I think it's incredible. Like I know it's hard to find time and it's hard to prioritise and to make plans, but I think the biggest the biggest thing we can do is we can prioritise our sex life. We can all admit that it is important. It's incredible for our health and well-being. Mm-hmm. It's necessary. We are sexual beings. We were not placed on earth not to have sex. We are here today because of it. Mm. So value it. I want you to find and this could be once a year with your husband this Mm. could be once a year we're going to go on a holiday and it is all about sex nice that is all we're doing that's great we are not wearing clothes wow we are walking around i mean it are we inside or we're outside we're outside we're on an airbnb there's a high fence there's lots of trees people (laughs) but yes we're naked chels we're naked and i really want us yeah to come back to our raw raw sexuality now raw humanity Mm, i love that so important yes Good, yes. And it feels good, people. It feels good. <laughs> I shouldn't have to convince you. <laughs> so thank you, Nadia, for so much for joining us on our podcast today. You're a breath of fresh air. In our show notes, we'll leave the resources where people can find you and also any resources we discussed in this podcast. If you like today's podcast, we would be so grateful if you gave us a five-star rating and also a review. And we look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thank you. I'm Chelsea Pottinger and you've been listening to EQ's podcast for professionals. You can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at EQ Minds for more ways to live a calmer life. Thank you for listening.